verse. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Acts the ninth, I mean, eighth chapter, rather, starting at the ninth verse. If you're able to stand, I know you've been standing for a long time, but if you are able to stand, please stand in reverence of God's word. Amen. And we'll try to do what thus saith the Lord. When you have it, please signify by saying amen. Amen. The word of the Lord reads on this wise. But there was a certain man called Simon, which before time in the same city used sorcery, and bewitched the people of Samaria, giving out that himself was some great one, to whom they all gave heed from the least to the greatest, saying, This man is the great power of God. And to him they had regard, because that of a long time he had bewitched them with sorceries. But when they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized, both men and women, then Simon himself believed also, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracles and signs which were done. Now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was not fallen upon none of them, only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then laid their hands on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing and reading of his word and sanctify the truth in our heart that we may grow thereby in Jesus' name. Amen. I just want you to let you know that there's a revival in Samaria. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Give God some praise as you take your seat. There's a revival in Samaria. Amen. We have uh, the continuation of the book of Luke, or the gospel rather. It was written by our dear beloved physician, which the Bible calls him. This is Brother Luke. Amen. And he was an investigative journalist. He went around and gathered stories because uh, he wanted to tell people about Jesus. He wanted to tell about his recollection of what Jesus had done and who he was to him. Luke writes this book in about A.D. 61. Uh, Acts is a historical book. It's very different from all the books in the New Testament because it gives an account of the 30-year period of the transition, amen, as Jesus was taken up into glory and he sent back the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, amen, and begins to work through the apostles, amen. Uh, you see in this book that it takes you from Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost all the way to Rome where Paul enters into the capital city of the known world at that time to be crucified and to be killed, amen, before Caesar, hallelujah. And it's also called the, the Acts because it's uh, signifying the Acts of the Apostles or the Acts of the Holy Ghost. Uh, therefore, we have actions, Acts of the Holy Ghost, Acts. God is a God of action. He moves. He acts. Amen. And we must remember that. Hallelujah. And in verse, I mean, chapter 1, verse 8, amen, uh, we've all heard it most likely. He says, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. 
This is the theme scripture. This is the anchor scripture of the whole book of Acts, amen, showing how God, he moves by his spirit, amen. Uh, I heard one prophet said, not by power nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. A lot of people nowadays are trying to get around things without having the spirit. Uh, but I heard one writer say, if you have not the spirit of Christ, you are none of his. You must come in at the door. You can't come in the side door like we did this evening. You got to come straight down the middle. Uh, Jesus said, if you come any other way, you're a thief and a robber. Amen. But you need this power, this Holy Ghost power. Somebody say power. Amen. You need power. You need Holy Ghost power. In the Greek, it says dudamus, uh, dynamite power, explosive power. Amen. Jesus said, this type of power, this is the type of power where you can lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You'll be able to cast out demons in his name and they'll have to flee. Hallelujah. Uh, that's the type of power that I'm talking about here. Amen. And, and this book covers a 30-year period. Amen. You see it moves. Hallelujah. You see Peter and the apostles and the 120 approximately, they go to the upper room and they receive the gift of the Holy Ghost and Peter stands up boldly and he lets the people know that we're not drunk like you think we are, hallelujah, but it's but nine in the morning and uh, the liquor store is not open, hallelujah. They haven't even crushed the grapes yet. Uh, the wine has not even been pouring in the vats or the skins, hallelujah. We are filled with new wine and that new wine is the Holy Ghost. Hey God, hallelujah. Holy Ghost power. I have power now. Before, uh, I was afraid. Hallelujah. When they pointed me out, I began to deny the Messiah. I began to deny the only name that can save. I began to deny Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Uh, but when I got filled with the Holy Ghost in the upper room, something happened. Uh, I got boldness, a holy boldness, because I read in the Proverbs that boldness is laid up for the righteous. Hallelujah. And I begin to stand up and say, men and brethren, hallelujah. Amen. This is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel. Amen. He had immediate enlightenment of the scriptures. The Holy Ghost will turn on the light. Some of us have been reading the Bible in the dark, and I'm not just talking about the, the light that Pepco gives, but somebody's been in spiritual darkness, and you need the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost to turn on the light. Hallelujah. Uh, he turns on the light. He makes it bright. And you see this 30-year period, it has that transition from the Jews to the Gentiles because the first church was a Jewish church. Amen. Uh, they, they, they read the Torah. They knew the law. They knew it back and forth. And their Messiah was Jewish. But there's a transition happening because Jesus is for everybody. Uh, refuge and CPM, I come to let you know you don't have a monopoly on God. Amen. Jesus will save anybody. I don't care how dirty and how nasty they are. Hallelujah. Jesus reaches way down and he will pick you up and turn you around. Set your feet on solid ground. Uh, some of you all must have forgotten where the Lord has brought you from. Uh, we tend to get in church and we tend to think that we have a monopoly on God, but tap somebody on the shoulder and say, hallelujah, if God can use me, if he can save me, he can save anybody. Hallelujah. I know that's right. Hallelujah. Because I know I was a wretch undone. Uh, as a matter of fact, you all know my testimony. When I got filled with the Holy Ghost, I was high on marijuana. So don't you tell me God can't save anybody. Look at him again and say, God can save anybody. 
Amen. So as we look and see the transition from a Jewish church to a Gentile church, amen, we, we move on and the disciples are preaching in the power of God, amen. They're, they're suffering and being persecuted for the cause of Christ. They're being thrown in jail and all manner of evil is happening to them. And up pops a young man named Saul or in the Hebrew, Shaul, amen. And he comes and he makes havoc of the church, amen. He gets warrants. If he was here today, he would go down to the court, amen, and get a warrant and knock on the door of Refuge Temple, I hear you in there talking about Jesus and you need to be arrested and killed. Hallelujah. He thought he was doing God a service because he thought they were blaspheming by worshiping this man named Jesus. Not realizing that Jesus was the Christ. Not only was he Christ, but he was God in the flesh. No man can do the things that Jesus did. Who can walk on water except for God? Who can raise the dead but God? There's nobody like him. Hallelujah. Even though he had an average name, but wrapped up in that name, his name meant Jehovah was salvation. Jehovah is salvation. And if you need anything, all you had to do was call on his name. I dare somebody to call on the name of Jesus. I the name of Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Those of you who are not right in your spirit, that makes you uncomfortable. Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus. At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. At the name of Jesus, demons must be put to flight. At the name of Jesus, sickness must leave. At the name of Jesus, there's power. In the name of Jesus. There's healing in the name of Jesus. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. Why stay you sick when Jesus already healed you? You can be healed in that name, Lord Jesus Christ. But Paul did not receive this revelation yet. Or Shaul, rather. Or Saul in the King James. He didn't receive the revelation. So he went forth and persecuted the church. And he's persecuting them. Amen. And he sees a man named Stephen. Hallelujah. Stephen preached so anointed that everybody got upset because he was all in their business. Hallelujah. He went up down and one side on the other of these preachers. Hallelujah. They thought they had it all right. They thought they knew who God was. But when Stephen got through with them, they were shaking their head. They were gripping their teeth. They were mad because they could not come against the wisdom that was abiding on him. Hallelujah. So they picked up stones to kill Stephen. And who was standing there collecting the coats? It was Paul. Amen. It was Saul. Rather, he was holding the coats and he enjoyed what he was doing. So when Stephen was killed, amen, they got bloodthirsty. They started trying to kill all the Christians. They didn't want this name Christ being preached in Jerusalem because it was messing, hallelujah, with their religion. Religious people don't like Jesus, Elder Washington. I love him, hallelujah, because if you have Jesus, you can have church anywhere. You can have church over in the commissary in Germany. Uh, you can have church if you're in 7-Eleven. You can have church on the track and field at Bowie State. You can have church anywhere because Jesus is not in that foolishness. He's not in your religion hallelujah but he wants a relationship with you he wants a relationship even though the bible lets us know that pure religion and undefiled is to visit the sick and the widows amen take care of the fatherless yes that's good religion yes and you should do that 
but you need the Holy Ghost. Touch somebody and say, you need the Holy Ghost. A lot of us have been playing church for too long, uh, having no relationship, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. You can't usher your way into heaven. Uh, you can't deacon your way into heaven. You've got to be saved by faith, believing on the name of the Lord, calling on him out of a clear and pure heart. You need the Holy Ghost. Amen. So Paul, he was excited because he killed somebody. He started killing everybody, but God used this persecution to scatter the saints. Hallelujah. Because he let them know in the book of Acts, the first chapter, verse 8, that they would be witnesses uh, in Jerusalem first, then in Samaria. So here comes the evangelist Philip. He goes down to a place called Samaria. Hallelujah. And Samaria was a special place. Hallelujah. Because it had history. If you look in the Bible you may say, okay, what's so special about Samaria? Hallelujah. It wasn't special for being good. It was special for being bad. Hallelujah. They started off, hallelujah, as a part of the children of Israel. Uh, God brought them out of Egypt and had them cross the Red Sea and they marched in with all the rest of the tribes. They settled in their places in the northern kingdom. Hallelujah. But when they set up kings, all the kings were wicked. None of them serve God but they got worse and worse they did worse than the nations that were surrounding them hallelujah so God destroyed the land of Samaria as a matter of fact it was the capital of Israel hallelujah and God had issue with them because they would take and burn their children in the fire they would use divination and they would cast and use omens and they would get into their horoscopes and they would read tarot cards hallelujah you better leave that stuff alone. I don't know who I'm talking to, but no child of God should be calling the 976 numbers. Hallelujah. You shouldn't be on the psychic hotline. You shouldn't be in these areas because you have a God that can speak. All you have to do is call on the name of the Lord. And he said before you call, he would answer. But the children of Samaria and Israel, they had an issue because they were following the wrong way. So God swore that he would wipe them out and he sent the nation of Assyria to come after them. Amen. He came after them and he used them as an instrument and he wiped them out and moved them to different lands. Hallelujah. And then he resettled the wicked people in the land. The king of Assyria got the Israelites out and brought the wicked Gentiles in. And when that happened, they brought their gods hallelujah they begin to mix with the samaritans hallelujah this is why the jews the jews over there now can't stand the samaritans because they are a mixed people uh they are people that worship jehovah uh but they throw a little bell in there too uh they they come to church but uh they dibble and dabble in pornography too uh they say that jesus understands me uh i know because we live under grace but the devil is a liar hallelujah the way Wages of sin are still death, but the gift of God is eternal life. These are the type of people that the Samaritans were. So God in his infinite wisdom, he starts, uh, he sends revival down there. He, he raises up Philip and he says, come on 
down. I got a job for you to do. And Philip begins to preach the word of God under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. He preaches with power and demonstration. Amen. To demons begin to come out with a loud voice, the Bible says. People that had the palsy and people that were paralyzed, they begin to get healed. Hallelujah. The fame of the word of God has been spread all out through Samaria. Hallelujah. People are coming from far and near. They said, I got to hear what this preacher is talking about. I got to hear this thing that people are getting delivered. I know her business. And, and now she's praising God. She's talking about this Jesus, this Yeshua. Who is the Christ? I heard that Christ would come from another place, but he's saying that Christ has already risen. I need to hear who this man is talking about. This man named Philip, hallelujah, under the direction of the Holy Ghost. He's preaching and now there comes a man named Simon. Simon who had bewitched the people for a long time. He dealt in sorcery and that word sorcery just means he was doing magic. Hallelujah. You gotta watch who you hang around because they can act like they're saved and they can seem like they're saved but they ain't doing nothing but magic and hocus pocus and sorcery and witchcraft. Ah, uh, we have them right in here in the church. Ah, uh, they, they speak in tongues and they, they wave their hands but they don't have the right spirit within them. Hallelujah. You need the Holy Ghost. Not hallelujah, the phony ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. Somebody say, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Too many people have the phony ghost. Have an imitation spirit. You know how to mock the people of God. Ah, uh, but the Holy Ghost is a discerner. I know your tongues are filthy. When you speak in tongues, I know I can tell you've been dibbling and dabbling in sin. I can smell it when you walk in the door. Hallelujah! Our God is a consuming fire. Get your house in order because Jesus is coming back. And if you don't have his spirit, you are none of his and you will not rise when he comes back. You need this spirit. You need this Holy Ghost that Peter, Philip was talking about rather. Philip was preaching so hard that the witch came and said, I got to have what he's talking about. Hallelujah. Because he had bewitched the people so long and the people said, forget this brother. I need the real thing. Uh, you've been telling me lies all the time. You've been promoting yourself all the time. You got to watch Watch out for people who promote themselves. They say, I'm the master prophet. I'm the bishop. I'm the apostle. I'm the elder. I'm the mother. Come to me. Hallelujah. Come to Jesus. I don't need what you say. I need the word of God and I need Jesus. <laughs> so many people want you to come to them. Uh, they love the words of flattery. They love to feel like they're important. Uh, and Simon had that same spirit to the point where they thought he was the Messiah. If you read it in the King James, you're not going to see that. Uh, but he had the people fooled. He was dibbling in sorcery and the things of God. You got to watch out for those type of people. They are dangerous. You better get away from them. Don't have no company with them. Delete their number. Delete them off Facebook. Defriend them. Get them out of your sight because once they grab hold to your spirit they will mess you up they will bewitch you and turn you all around have you talking all type of crazy stuff hallelujah have you saying all type of voodoo and hoodoo and foolishness that's not the word of God but if you get in your word you won't be duped you won't be deceived but you'll have the light Elder Washington read the Lord is my light 
and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I don't care who you are as long as I got the word of God. Because the weapons of my warfare, they're not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. For the word of God is quick, is powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword. You better be careful because I'll pull out my sword in a second. You might catch me on Connecticut Avenue in the psychic shop, but I'm going to tell them that Jesus saved. I walk up into the strip club and tell them you need to repent of your sins. I don't care. I ain't scared. Mother bird, I ain't scared of them. Hallelujah. I'll tell anybody because Jesus brought me out of a horrible pit. You don't know where I've been. Guns waved at my face. Hallelujah. Accident cars flipped over. Demons pressing me down at night. And you think I'm going to sit here and not give God the praise. Not give him the glory. Not give him the honor that he deserves. Jesus is worthy. Worthy of all the praise. You got to watch out for them type of folks because they want to hamper your spirit. They want you to sit down. It don't take all that. Uh, come to my house for Bible study. Call me. Why are you going to Bishop? Why are you going to that church? You need to come with me. Hallelujah. Watch out for them people and mark them because they got a Simon the sorcerer spirit. I can see you in the spirit. Hallelujah. That nasty, filthy spirit of witchcraft. I bind you in the name of Jesus. You have no dominion over these people. I command you to loose your grip from them right now. In the name of Jesus. This filthy spirit walked in the midst of Samaria. He was controlling the people. But God raises up a Philip. Hallelujah. He always has a Philip or a ram in the bush. I don't care how long you've been in your sin. Hallelujah. It's not hopeless, beloved of God. I don't care how crazy you've been. Some of y'all have been in a crazy house. But if you can just utter a prayer out of your heart, God will send somebody to send a word of deliverance. You remember Nebuchadnezzar. He was out in the field for seven years. But when he thought about how good God was, when he came to his senses, God raised him up. I don't know who I'm talking to this night. But some of y'all been dibbling and dabbling and stuff and you almost lost your mind. You said, God, how am I going to get back to which I have fallen? But God raised up a Philip tonight to come to preach the gospel. I got good news and I don't work for Geico, but the good is that Jesus saves, Jesus delivers, Jesus can set you free. I don't care if you're four years old or if you're 40 years old, Jesus delivers, he saves to the utmost. Somebody ought to give him some praise. My God, he raises up Philip, hallelujah. And can you imagine, see, Philip's a good Jewish man, and Jewish baby. Jewish people know the history. They didn't want to go down with the Samaritans. You know the story of the good Samaritans. Hallelujah. Even when Jesus was walking and going to meet the woman of the well, the disciples wanted to go all around because they did not walk through Samaria. Hallelujah. And Philip understood this, but he obeyed the Holy Ghost. It's so important to obey what God is telling you in these last days. It's always been important, but even so more now because God has designated people in your path that need to hear the word. I don't care if you're not a preacher. You don't have to be a bishop or an elder. You just gotta speak the word because just speaking the word can bring deliverance and Philip obeyed and he went down 
to Samaria and he's preaching, hallelujah, and things are happening, amen, and he's preaching to a mixed multitude. Hallelujah. You have the Jews who represent, if you say, the spirit. You have the Samaritans who represent the soul. And you have the Gentiles who represent the flesh. Let's use this just for these purposes. But the Samaritans were a mixed group of people. Just like some of you. You mixed up all in your soul. Your mind is all messed up. Uh, you come to church Sunday and Wednesday. You come for a new service, hallelujah, but your mind is all mixed up. And you say, preacher, how do you know that? But I can look at your social media and tell you, you're all messed up. Uh, you post everything. You utter your whole mind on Facebook. What's wrong with you, man? What's wrong with you, woman? Hallelujah. You got to get your mind in order. Uh, let God set you free. Some of y'all been mixed up for a long time because you've been bewitched by that old Simon spirit but I'm here today with the anointing of Philip here to tell you that a long time ago approximately 2,000 years ago there came a man through 42 generations and his name was Jesus he walked the earth hallelujah for 33 years he was born of a virgin he went doing miracles, healing the sick, opening the blind eyes, I'm stopping the deaf ears, walking on water, hallelujah, doing all manner of great things. Who would serve a God like this? This man named Jesus was sent from God. He was the son of God. He was the Christ, the anointed one. Ah, but one day, he went to a cross on Calvary and he hung his head and he said it is finished hallelujah and when he hung his head he went down into the lower parts of the earth and he preached to the spirits that were in hell hallelujah and the devil had to release him and then on the third day he got up he got up hallelujah with whole power in his hand death couldn't hold him the grave couldn't hold him you couldn't hold him baby couldn't hold him satan couldn't hold him your co-worker couldn't hold him drugs couldn't hold him sin couldn't hold him because he's god and above him there is no other nobody like him nobody like jesus who can do you like jesus can't nobody Ain't nobody, 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 no, 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 nobody, nobody can touch me, can heal me, can deliver, can save, okay, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hallelujah. He preached the gospel. And as he's preaching the gospel, Simon said, I need to get baptized. I done messed up. Uh, the people done left me. Uh, I need this power that Peter's talking about, or Philip rather. I need the Holy Ghost. I need to be baptized. The first step is repentance. Amen. And the second step is to be 
baptized in his name. Whoever's out there and you have not been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have water in the pool. You need to come tonight. You need to be baptized. You need to wash away your sins. Or rather let God wash away your sins. You came with the intention tonight that after you leave, you're still going to do your thing. Ah, but I got different plans for you. Say of the Lord, I came to save your soul. He came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Revival is in Samaria. Revival is in Samaria. Revival. Revive. Fire fall. Fire. Revivers blow God. Fresh wind blow. Revival is in Samaria. Revival is in Samaria. What a powerful thing that God has done. <laughs> he didn't leave the people in the middle, the mixed up people, the people who have been affected by their mama and daddy's religion. Uh, because you, if you look at the history of them, they brought their Babylonian gods and they worshiped Jehovah at the same time. But God sent lions among them and killed the people so much so that they had to go out and get a priest that they had taken away to captivity. They brought the priest back and the priest had to teach them the precepts of God. But even though he taught them, they kept their pagan ways, but God still had mercy on them. Beloved of God, I want to let you know that God still is giving out mercy. He's still extending grace. Doesn't matter where you are tonight. Doesn't matter where you have been. Does not matter. The enemy wants to make you think that you have done so much evil that you are not worthy of being saved. You are incapable of being saved, but the devil is a liar. I said it before. If he can save me, he can save anybody. <laughs> Some things I haven't even told anybody. I'm so ashamed of what I've done, but I thank God for the blood. <laughs> Thank God for the blood. The blood washes, it cleanses. For without the shedding of his blood, there'd be no remission of our sins. You need to come tonight. There's a revival going on in Samaria. Revival is not where we get preachers to come for two, three, four nights. That's not revival. Revival is when the Holy Ghost begins to deal with our hearts and we tear down, tear down the idols in our hearts and we repent on the altar of our heart and let him have his way. Look at all the great revivals in the scripture from Hezekiah to Josiah to Philip and on and on. You will see God will raise up prophets and evangelists and people that will preach the word of God unadulterated that we're not scared to tell the people, if you don't repent, you will perish. But this is not the will of God that any of us should perish. But he wants all of us to have everlasting life. Look at your neighbor say, everlasting life. Uh, but you can't have everlasting life in your sins. That goes for the sinner as well as the saint. 
Make up your mind. Even though you live in Samaria, you don't have to act like a Samaritan. Stand with me. There's a revival in Samaria. Give God some praise. If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, you need to come. If you want to be baptized, we have preachers here that will take you down in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need to go down into that liquid grave. The musicians are playing that he'll give you brand, brand new life, life abundantly. Somebody needs to come. You need to come. Young people, this is a back to school revival. I need all the young people come up here, even if you don't have the Holy Ghost. Even if you have the Holy Ghost, rather, you need to come. When I was young, the mothers would make you tarry for strength. You need the Holy Ghost. We live in a day where children can access anything on their computers, on their laptops.